Blog Talk Radio. One, one, turn it out! Yeah! Oh, check out your hands like Dexter! Check out your hands like Dexter! Yeah! Let's wake up the church with this old school jam! Shout to the Lord in here! You know that it's good and it's worthy and yours forever and the people of God said they said, What's up? But you cannot stay cause the people of God, we ain't having it. It's a good day, even though I cried last Tuesday. And I was out of cash by Friday. No matter what comes next, I'm going to stand up and give it the praise. Welcome to the Furlough Show here on Blog Talk Radio. Well, your host, Merlo. 
What's good? What's good? What's good? Oh, my gracious. Oh, my gracious. So I'm just so excited tonight. Um, we're doing something a little different tonight. We have a special guest on the line tonight that's bringing something different versus what we've been accustomed to and what we've been doing in the previous shows. And I'm excited that y'all are going to get to experience this guest with me. I do want to say uh, for all of you that did call in on the last show on last Thursday, I want to apologize officially to everybody. Um, pretty much we had some some issues on the network side, not Merlot's side. Yes, not Merlot. Yes, I like to blame other people, but it, it's legitimate this time, y'all. So um, they've apparently worked out their issues, so we'll see how we go. It looks like everything is full speed ahead. Everybody's on a switchboard. I got people that have called in. I don't know who these people are, but that's okay. It seems as though my co-hosts, they are absent yet again tonight. So just send up a prayer or two for Miss Vanilla Sky in her absence. She's still under the weather. Uh, Miss Spoken Bread, she's out on a hot date, but we're going to leave that alone. We do have D-City Entertainment in the house. We appreciate you so very much. We even have our Brisk in the house tonight listening in on the show, who will be the host of the new episodes that we have up and coming called Grown Folks Biscuits. Yes, Grown Folks Biscuits. Everybody's like, what in the world is Grown Folks Biscuits? Figure it out. Listen to the show. All right, so just be listening out for that. So that's up and coming. Um, we also want to give a special shout-out real quick to Miss Dana. Yes, I really didn't want to say your name, but, oh, Miss Dana of Eyes of Eve Entertainment up in here. Yes, she is, and she's listening in as well. Everybody's excited about the show tonight. I'm excited about the show tonight. You're excited about the show tonight. I'm just done talking. I don't know what else to say. But um, so what we're going to do, I just love to say what we're going to do. What we're going to do next is we're going to go ahead and go into a quick track real quick from the artist of the evening before we jump on into this thing. And while we're doing that, I will be screening calls. So if I open up the line and you hear absolutely nothing, it's just me. It's just me talking to you. You don't have to worry about everybody listening and all the other strange things. So it is what it is. And if you're going to participate in tonight's show and ask questions and do all those other things, make sure you are in a quiet police. We don't want to hear you building a house, building a workshop, as Ms. Valella Sky would say, because it does limit the quality of the show so we have to do what we have to do what tools we're given so here we go all right so first song of tonight from the guest we will do uh let's see great god here we go clap those hands Lift your voices high Sing unto the Lord All ye nations will Make a joyful noise Declaring that you're great Great God you are You exceed all expectations Great and mighty you are There is no one like you, Father You sit high on your throne and you reign above all the earth. Lift your voices. Sing. For your nations will. This is our declaration. Great God. You are seated here. If your voice is high, let's make it loud for ye nations. Let's make this our declaration. We say, great God, you exceed all of our Close our minds with the words of your blessing and things you keep doing, Lord. There is no one like your Father. I stand all over. I could 
living a life for God. I'm a praise and worship leader at my local church and assembly in um, Hanover, Maryland. I go to New Life Fellowship International Church where the bishop is Bishop Abraham Shanklin, Jr. and um, First Lady Pastor Ingrid Shanklin. And um, I, I really feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and what God has called me to do. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. So I, at what age did you decide that gospel music was something that you wanted to do or even to be a praise and worship leader? Oh, man, um, that's something that I feel was instilled in me in a young, young age. Um, I'm talking about being a son of a preacher man, grandfather, bishop, surrounded with aunts and uncles, you know, every every Sunday, Sunday afternoon, weeknight services. You, I just found myself in church. And um, what, I, what, I, what I cleaved to was the microphone. Um, I remember my first time, four years old, I'm in front of the church. My mom's sitting on the front bench feeding me the words. I'm all shy and nervous. We were starting. It kind of picked up from there. And then once I start taking it seriously, that's when I really accepted the call, probably around the age of 14 or 15, that this is what I'm supposed to pursue and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. All right. So and now when you were growing up, let's let's just go there. So when you were growing up, and were you the oddball in school, or did they feel that you were different from the rest of the boys or the rest of the girls per se? Like as far as like being friends and you know things like, did they treat you any different, or did you even show any signs of being different versus what everybody else was doing? Yes, yes, and yes. Um, I actually had nicknames. They would call me the church boy or preach. But it wasn't anything where I felt like I, it was being, from a standpoint of being teased. Um, they had a respect mm-hmm. for me. They knew that if they needed something or if they had a question about something or if they needed prayer in the middle of school day, I was the one they sought out and came to. So I don't, I don't feel like it was something that was malicious in any way. I feel like it was more so kind of out of out of a respect factor. But they definitely did identify it. It wasn't anything that I hid or I tried to hide. When I tried to hide it, it, it didn't work so well. Okay. Okay. Well, I will say that I could definitely understand a couple of the points where you're coming from, especially when you say that you, you know, your father or you come from a Christian background. You know, my father's a preacher and things of that nature. And needless to say, um, yeah, so I understand the PK thing and definitely how it works and how it flows throughout our day-to-day relationships. And when you say the word relationship, that 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 tells a little bit more about yourself. You know, sometimes people think that, okay, well, I go to church and blah, 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 and I talk to God and I'm a Christian or whatever. No, you like you said, you have to have a relationship. You have to know who you are, and you have to, you know, you develop the bond between the two, and that is definitely something that a lot of young people need in their lives. So uh, I'm just I'm just ecstatic that you, being a young man of today's society, to realize that there is one person, there is God that is up above who's deciding on what our next step should be, and you're taking the right path and, you know, things of that nature. So I, I salute you for that, and good oh, job, good so job. Much. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> now, I do have Miss uh, First Lady on the line because I know I need to shut up for a second, and so I'm going to give her a quick second to ask a few questions. Miss First Lady, she is also a Christian young lady, born and bred out of Georgia, um, and I'll let you tell him a little bit about yourself, Miss Girl. Go ahead, real quick. Okay, well, hello. It's very nice to speak with you. Um, like you said, I am, you know, a Christian, but I do understand, I definitely appreciate it, rather, you saying that it's more so about the relationship because, you know, you can fall into a pattern easily, but if you don't have a relationship with God, you're not getting in the, in the door. So I right. definitely appreciate you um, yeah, um, I just wanted to know because your story sounds very similar to mine because, um, I used to get called church girl and all this stuff, but I don't know about you, but I kind of like went left. Like when I came up to DC, um, and went to college, it was just kind of like, I'm not going to church anymore because I was forced. Mm. People were giving me a hard time. 
You know what I'm saying? And I struggled right. a lot with my relationship with Christ during that time. And, um, you know, you finally get to a breaking point. So I just wanted to know, like, did you ever have those moments where you're just like, I'm done, I'm not doing this anymore, and I'm going to just do my own thing? And then if you did, how did you, how did God pull you out of that? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is a little different. I, it, was, it was never one of those things where, I mean, well, yes, yes, it was. Um, I was still active in church and going to church, but my relationship wasn't there. It was one of those things where, you know, it's kind of like you just go through the routine and you know what to do. You know when to go to church. You know when to lift your hands. But you know good and well Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday, that you're not living the lifestyle or you're not, you're not getting your quiet time in. You're not talking to God. And then you come in Sunday morning right. expecting all of this, his presence to surround you and to meet you there. And it was kind of like one of those things where I would talk to God when I needed him. All right, God, this bill is yeah. All right, God, you know, um, this needs to be healed. Or, God, I'm dealing with this. But all any, anything else, it was silent. And I feel like I just right. I came to a point where it was like, all right, so you're you just going to go through the, the motions or are you going to be for real about this? And I feel like that right. that was the moment for me when it was like, okay, something has to give. Where I'm waking up every day, and I feel like there mm. has to be more to, to this than this. And when you you put you put all your blood, sweat, and tears into it, but you find at the end of the day that you're still empty. But there's only one thing mm. and one man that can fill that cup, and that it's Jesus that'll cause that cup to never run dry. I feel like that was my moment when I woke up. It wasn't really one of those things where. I went way left or way wayward or anything like that, but still, it was a place where I was I was dry. I was running on E, and it was to my own fault. Yeah, wow, man! Whoa. I definitely, I really respect that. That was deep, right? I I respect yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I think me and you know Merlot both we've had our moments, but like when we used to work together because we were coworkers, we were always you know. <laughs> talking about the Lord and stuff like that, like all the time, like won't he do oh, it all the time, you know, because we would see things it. that we bring to fruition, won't he, we would be seeing the things that we bring to fruition for us, and it was just amazing right. the things that God was doing, you know, not only in my life, but in his life too, like with the growth of his business and everything, you know, it was baby steps, but it's getting to where he wants it to be, and that's all, you know, and I know he gives that all to the glory of God, so I, I appreciate right. you sharing that. Um, with me. Absolutely, absolutely. Woo. Wow, she had to take us back, so now I have to give a quick testimony. So a lot of people don't know, so like for a couple of months of this year, I was I was sick and I was ill and I was hospitalized and it's just, it was nothing but God that actually brought me through what I had been through. So when you say, you know, he's definitely there and you have to have that relationship, I definitely understand. And I can kind of agree with the first lady when she said she kind of went wayward a little bit, you know, or whatever the case may be. But I did go a little bit wayward. So God had to say, wait a minute, choke you up, sit down. And focus on me. Forget about this world. It's all about right. me. It's bad that it had to go to the extremity that it went to, but it is what it is at the end of the day, and I respect that. So it's just today I'm just happy to say all is well and it's full speed ahead, and even today's challenges still come. But, you know, the challenges are no greater than the God that we serve, so it is. It's just. It's just good. It's just God. Is just so good. He's just so good. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to keep it straight. You he know. Is. All right. We got to keep moving. We got to keep moving. <laughs> we got to keep moving. I got to shut up. But uh, <laughs> so, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, worship culture. So I'm gonna have to smack your manager in his face when I see him and oh let God. him know because I thought it was couture, not culture. Yes, but. Uh, <laughs> Right. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that. So when so you formed this group in 2012, uh, what was going on at that time that made you decide that the group was something that you wanted to do versus just being a praise and worship leader? Um, it's something that I've always felt or had the vision for probably since I was about 
um, 12 years old, so that was, mm, I don't want to age myself, but <laughs> um, a few years mm-hmm. back, I had the vision for a group. I didn't know what the group was going to be called or anything like that, but it was always something that was in me, but I knew that it had to happen in God's timing, um, and I didn't want to move on it prematurely. So um, from that time, I was singing in various groups, leaders of different groups and choirs in the community, mm-hmm. and then in 2012, I felt the release. Um, that it was time for me to birth what God had put in me. And that's when Bronte Brooks and Worship Culture, um, which is my group of friends and band members, that we go out and we sing and we introduce this culture of worship, which is a movement, it's a lifestyle. It's pretty much replacing what was the law and what was the rules and all of that, getting rid of that, putting that out the window, laying that aside, and introducing them to, introducing people to what is a relationship. Um, I feel like too many times in churches we put the emphasis on the rules and what you can do and what you can't do and what's right and what's not right. (laughs) And I feel like in all of that, the relationship completely gets lost and gets diffused. I feel like once Mm -hmm. we introduce people to a relationship and to a God, when you cleave to God, those things that are wrong that you do, those places you go that are wrong, they slowly but surely begin to dwindle down because your heart is purpose to please God. And I feel like we have it all backwards and sometimes we get it twisted because we're like, Oh, Mm. I can't do this. Oh, I can't go there. Oh, I can't talk to this person. But that's wrong. Jesus, he hung out most of the time with the people who weren't of the church. Most of his time was spent with the world. And I feel like we as church people, Oh, you hanging out with that person. Like, where does that come from? You know what I mean? So I feel like worship culture, I really wanted to make it a movement and a brand where it's okay to be young. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to live your life and still be a person that believes in God and that there's something that exists and, and be a Christian and full, full-fledged and still be able to have fun and not walking around necessarily being deep and spooky and spiritual, <laughs> as they call it. <laughs> I, I, I feel you. I feel you completely. Uh, we had a, a elder on the on the uh, on the show about a year ago. And he talked about how he actually manages a rap artist. And some of the people in the church, they may feel some type of way about that. But at the end of the day, he was like, it's my business. You know, right. I can't forget where I came from. And who are you to tell me that that's not my ministry, per se? You Absolutely. don't know what God has saying. for me to do. <laughs> you know, you can't say that like right. a lot of people say. You are a youth minister. You're a youth pastor. Well, I feel that this is the direction that he's showing me to go, you know, entertainment. I need to talk to people, get down to where they really, really, really live. You know, a lot of rappers, you know, they're rapping, and they believe in God, and they love God, but they were never shown the love of God, or they don't have right. that relationship which you're speaking of tonight. And who are you to judge them? Who are you? Because right. at the end of the day, you have to answer for your own stuff that you've done. And, mm-hmm. and even now, it's hard for me because I, I can talk like this right now. But if you call in on any other show, I will. Mm. Anyway, so, yes, <laughs> yeah, you got to listen to the show. Yeah, I will turn you up. <laughs> but it, that's just who I am, and I have to be true to myself. Right. But at the, I know who God is, and he knows who I am. And at the end of the day, he created me. One me, one Merlot for various reasons, and that's it. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to another one of your tracks because uh, we know Miss First Lady, she just talked too much. She just talked too much. Yes, she does. So we're going to talk too much. I mean, we're going to take a break (laughs) because she talked too much. So we're going to go into the Hallelujah Mix. So mute your phone. Here we go. Oh, you Lord, for 
what anybody else thinks really doesn't matter. So I would just say that. Be true to, your, to yourself and, and put God first. Consult with God, and if it's okay with you and God, then it, it's settled. That's, that's what I would say, too, to give a word of encouragement. Remember that God thinks you're to die for, and if he thinks that, who cares what anybody else thinks? First lady, you might be quiet. What's up? I mean, I was just reflecting on the song and what he was saying, you know. You said I was talking too much. So I was being quiet. <laughs> it was it. It was really me that was talking too much, but I had to blame somebody else. You know how I do. That is ungodly. I'm just kidding. The Bible don't say anything about that. <laughs> 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 yes, the music is great. Like I really like the music. I'm I'm like about to like text this to my first lady back home in Savannah, Georgia. Um, because I'm pretty sure she could use this as a worship song or something, you know. But yeah. well, thank you so much. Absolutely. So uh, let me ask this question. So, um, you, of course, you grew up in the in the Christian home, and I know this is where people really don't like to get all up in their business. But I have to get up all in something tonight. It wouldn't be me if I didn't. So. If I had to say what denomination you you worship from, what would the denomination be? I am non-denominational. Yes! So I don't, I don't have a denomination. It's non-denominational. <laughs> yes. I grew up, I grew up like um, in my elementary years, I grew up full gospel Baptist. But um, from there, where I really developed my relationship was in a non-denominational church. Okay. Well, you know, and a lot of people say that, and I would have to say the same. I mean, I grew up in a apostolic, Pentecostal-type background, but at the end of the day, uh-huh. you know, I feel some type of way, you know, like you said, that they have all of these rules and regulations. I've been through the Church of God in Christ. I've been oh, through yeah. <laughs> some other ones. And it's like at the, we all come from God. So why do we have to act like we are all of this and we're all of that? You know, it, it's still the same thing. It's like you forgot we all Exactly. Never forget where you come from. <laughs> Never forget where you come from. Because if right. you really want to do some research, we all come from the Catholic faith. And I say that on a lot of shows. We all come from the Catholic faith. Be like, no, I don't talk about Catholic. You know, you don't have to talk about Catholic, but that's what you are. It's set up the same. Period. Point blank. Next. <sighs> I just talk too much. I don't know. I just talk too much. So, all right. So worship could culture, 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 culture. culture. Yes, worship culture. So this is a group of people that you've met throughout your journey as being a young man here in the area. Um, How many people is actually in the group? Um, I have six singers that do um, background vocals, and then um, the band is a variety. It can I normally pull people on the band, but my core band is about five five musicians. Um, so all together it's 10 people, 11, including me. And then I also have a team that, that normally does, like, a photography for me and sound for me. And then my manager, he's an incredible help, and he pulls people to help me out when I need to as well. So um, it's all about the team, developing the team. So they're a great group of people, um, the singers in the band alike. Now... A serious question. So, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Mm. I see myself definitely doing music full-time. That's my passion, and I believe if God orders my steps, that's what I'll be doing. Um, Whether it's with praise and worship in conjunction with worship culture, or if it's one of them individually, I feel like that's the avenue and the path that my life to take, but we serve a sovereign God, so whatever he says is what goes. Um, but that's where I would like to see myself. Okay. 
Do you have any upcoming shows or anything that you want to announce to the people tonight? Yes, actually, um, coming up in a couple of weeks, September 26th, um, it's, a, it's a morning show at 9.30 at New Life Fellowship International in Hanover, Maryland. Um, I'm going to be performing for the um, Awareness of Heart Heart Disease, um, and that'll be at 10 o'clock in Hanover, Maryland. That's 1331 Ashton Road, Hanover, Maryland. So come out. Yeah, I know. Don't even Saturday. Um, come out, support. Um, we're doing a full set, so it should be an awesome time. And I just want to clarify that for the people that are listening, because some people could be like some, you know, they can judge people. But when we say perform and do all those things, we're not saying that we're doing it for some form or fashion. We're just letting you know that that's where, you know, we're going to be doing our thing and things of that nature. So it's not necessarily to to gain your, you know, acceptance <laughs> in the industry. It's nothing like that. It's just it was just a term that was used. So I just wanted to clarify that because it was my I'm gonna, question. I'm going to be and, I'm going to be ministering. <laughs> On the there you go. Ministry. Yes. Yes. I I I don't know about you, firstly. I I love this this man's energy. He he definitely has what it takes to help bring <laughs> young people, you know, into the church and help steer them in the right direction. Um, I, I just I'm actually cool right now. Bless. Is speechless <laughs> for the first time. You should come on. <laughs> it's not that many people make me speechless. It's just. I want to say I have to blast you one time. You know, I have to blast all the guests because we've been promoting you for the past previous weeks and you have yet to retweet. Favored, read Facebook. <laughs> no, 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 any no, no. of I this. Did. I did. I retweeted it. I was I like, he's not even gonna show up. <laughs> I did. My apologies. You're absolutely right. That's something that my manager has definitely been getting on me about. And I mean, mm-hmm. I have character flaws, you know, just like the next person. That's what I'm. I'm working on. Um, in the next five years, I won't have that anymore. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> But I did retweet it and I posted it on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. I got but um, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're coming to the closing end of the show. Oh, somebody just pinged my bell. Oh, okay, never mind. Just missed that ting. Um, so I don't know what else. To do, I mean, you 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 said a lot tonight, and I think the people that are listening, they need to just take what you've already said. So if you don't go to church, actually, you went to church tonight. <laughs> to be quite honest, that was the quick, and it wasn't really watered down. It was just the raw cut version, and you have to decipher it for yourself. And you know, things of that nature. And I'm just glad that when Jesus died on the cross, you know, he gave us that opportunity to rightly divide the word of truth for ourselves and take it for what it's worth, you know. Don't be listening to these false prophets and things of that nature. I mean, I mean, it's in you. It's in all of us because we are all children of God. You know, we all stray. You know, that's a question. That's a question. That's a question. So I have another question. So the question is, so how do you feel what first lady? What? That. You breaking up, dog. Go ahead. She in the basement. Okay. <laughs> so the question is, how do you feel about Christian rap? Um, personal Ooh. preference, I'm not a big Christian rap fan. 
um, unless mm-hmm. like you're really getting something said and I can hear it and it's clear. But I don't have anything against it. I feel like whatever your avenue is and whatever is going to, I mean, somebody that may be how they're found um, as far as ministry outreach. I mean, if you're going somewhere mm. and somebody likes rap music and that's their thing, but if they get saved and they're told, oh, I can't listen to rap, what's their alternative? What's their outlet? If their passion and their their gifting is rapping, I feel like whatever you want to do, you can do it for the kingdom as well. I mean, I'm here for mm. it if that's if that's what you're looking for. But me personally I, I don't have a whole a whole repertoire of, of Christian or gospel rap, but um I definitely feel like it's something that can be a key component in ministry and outreach and getting souls saved. That's a, I actually like that. Hmm. Thank you. Hmm. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Hmm. Stomped again. <laughs> Stomped again. <laughs> All right. So, um, this first lady, did you want to give us a quick shout out or anything else that you wanted to say or add before we go ahead and close the show this evening? Um, I just wanted to say it was great to hear your voice. It's been like four months. And I'm glad I was able to call in and it was a pleasure. <laughs> it has though. And it was Yes, and it was a yeah, but to you now, Mr. Books, it was a pleasure speaking with you and hearing about your ministry and God bless you and keep you and I pray that, you know, this goes to the nation. And that's it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, I think we should officially crown him Mr. Brooks, you know. That that's what, what Fermerlo Entertainment is gonna do. We're gonna say that is Minister Brooks. Period. Point blank. <laughs> We don't Brooke. need man's validation. What you say, girl? Evangelist Brooks. Yes. Bless the Lord. <laughs> yes. He will do it. Yes, he will. But, yes. So, uh, Minister Brooks, go ahead and give your uh, closing shout-outs, anything that you want to say, social media, um, again, we got that you will be performing, I believe, on the 26th. Yes, the 26th. Yes, 26th. I heard it correctly. Hanover, Maryland. Maryland. Yes, sir. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Bronte Brooks. Same thing on um, any other social media outlet, um, Periscope. Sometimes we're live streaming on Periscope. Um, you can find us on Instagram Ooh. and Twitter. Bronte Brooks as well, and that's where we pretty much keep all of our events and things like that um, updated. Um, and if you haven't, which um, some of you probably have not, um, there is an album that was just released July 11th. It's on iTunes. Um, you can go there and download it, Google Play. Um, any music outlet, you'll be able to download the music. Um, just type in the name Bronte Brooks or Worship Culture, and you'll be able to download it there. And it's culture with a K, so it's K-U-L-T-U-R. Okay. Now, I do have to do this, and I know that this was not part of the plan this evening, but I have to do it. Miss Eyes of Eve Entertainment, would you like to say a nice little quick something to help this artist of this evening? I would like to, hello. Can you we, got, we got you. We got oh, okay. You. I just want to thank him for coming on and being so positive and um, um, being able to touch other people with his words because I listen to his words and they really, really touched home. So I know they had touched someone else out there. Thank you. I knew you could do it. Yes. Yeah. So, people are, we definitely have people on the switchboard, Minister Brooks. So, they are definitely listening. And, of course, it is available on iTunes probably an hour after the show. Um, So, definitely download it. Keep it for whatever you want to do with it. Share it. Tweet it. Facebook it. Make a CD of it. 
and let people, you know, this this is what you were you were here to do. You know, you ministered in your own way. It may have been on a different platform. No, it wasn't in a church house, but it was right. here. People are listening, and people are definitely touched and inspired by your words. So just keep doing what you're doing, and that's what I would have to say personally. Thank you so and much, man. I really, really appreciate it. No, no, no. We thank you for actually taking out your time to come and be a part of what we're trying to do and educate people and just move people forward. You know, so many things are going on a day-to-day basis, people just being shot up, you know, and people being abducted and strange things. But, you know, you took out your time to, to share your ministry with us, and we thank you for that. And I thank everybody. Yes, yes, yes. I think everybody of the Benet group that has been a part of this, yes, they sponsored the show tonight. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Yes, shout out, shout out. I'm still going to cut your manager up after the show, but that's okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we thank you, and we're pretty much done for this evening, other than the last song. And we're going to play the last song, and I will see the people that hang up. So you better listen because I'm going to cut you up on the next show if you hang up while this song is playing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Until next time, do more than dream a dream. Live it. And while we do that, let freedom ring. Holla. I was frustrated and confused. I almost gave in, but I refused. To turn around and go back to my old ways See, I'd be a fool If I decide to To let go of you Thank you for delivering me I thank you for setting me free And now I'm on my way to my destiny Clap my hands.